Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. How's it growing, folks? Welcome back to another episode of Here We Go, where I, your host, Eddie Salaya, cannabis reporter out here in Tucson, Arizona, talk with the movers, the shakers, and marijuana makers in this fast-growing and ever-changing cannabis industry. Speaking of change, I'm focusing today on cannabis in the metaverse, metaverse, metaverse. Yep, you heard that correctly. Weed on the web. Or perhaps more accurately, weed in the web. My guest for today's episode is Matt Morgan, an innovator and maverick in the industry with numerous startups, dispensaries, and other cannabis-infused accolades under his belt. Right now, however, he finds himself focused on spreading the gospel of the Cannaverse, home to Cannaland, a potential meta-marketplace on the blockchain for all things cannabis. Morgan explains the idea and concept behind Cannaland, how it would work on a practical level for consumers at the dispensary level, and where he believes the industry as a whole is heading. One note on this episode, this interview was recorded on the floor of the Las Vegas Convention Center during MJ BizCon 2022, so there may be some portions of audio that are just a bit scratchy. I'm joined by Matt Morgan of Caniverse Technologies. How are you doing today, sir? Good, brother. How are you? I'm doing all right. Doing Good. all right. Good. So... Tell me a little bit about Caniverse. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking it has to do with the metaverse from what I've read, but give, yeah. me, give me an insight into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a little backstory. Uh, during the pandemic in uh, about August of 20, I uh, got a phone call. Someone wanted me to do a keynote at a conference. And I'm like, who would be doing a conference right now? I'm like, yeah. what's the dates? Like September to December. I'm like, it's a four-month conference. <laughs> so it didn't make any sense. So like, no, it's a... It's a metaverse wasn't a keyword yet. It wasn't a hot button. So it was like, no, it's a digital conference. Everything's like you create an avatar and you go to the conference and they want your avatar to speak. So you'll do the speech from your house. I'm like, okay. And so I set this avatar up and I don't really play video games that much or anything. Me neither. So, yeah, yeah. So I set this avatar up and I like started going through this crazy like backdrops, like this floating island, and I started seeing like brands that I knew, and then I started talking to people or to other avatars that were from brands of people that I knew from the brands. So they were at their house and their computer doing the same thing. And then I walk in this, this hall, this conference, and like there's like a big crowd of avatars and I end up giving a speech in my sweatpants from the comfort of my own home. And I'm like, I've always been on like the disruptive, uh, progressive forefront of cannabis. Uh-huh. That's all the reasons you know, I had such success early on. And I'm like, this is the future, like this is it. You know, this is how it's gonna be. So um, fast forward a couple years, and uh, we ended up founding a company that uh, will actually be a platform as a metaverse where it's all things cannabis. And that's called Cannaland, if I'm right, correct. if I'm correct, right? Correct. Yeah, Cannaland. So tell me a little bit about what Cannaland will entail. What is it going to look yeah, like? So we're uh, we're currently building it out. 
um, you know, think of it, think of it as, um, you know, like an island, maybe a Bohemian island, and in the middle is like a big city. So you'll be able to cruise through, go to your favorite dispensary, and instead, you know, I don't know if you do online cannabis shopping now, but it's all the time. That's yeah, how I get most yeah, of my stuff. So a third of all people shop online, but it's the experience isn't that phenomenal. Um, it kind of sucks. It's almost like a little sushi menu, thumbnail pictures. That's ex that is exactly how I would describe it's, it's it. Very yeah. web too. So I want to create an experience where you walk in the dispensary and there's also other, you have an avatar. You can either do it with VR headset. Pretty soon there'll be AR glasses coming out um, that will replace these cell phones. And uh, you'll be able to kind of fully immerse into a digital dispensary, pick up the products, look at them, you know, and it'll be a very real representation of what will get delivered to your house later that day. That is next level. I, yeah. I, that's like almost beyond my comprehension of it. It's hard to wrap your head around. So you have been involved in the actual cannabis space for years now. You've started up yeah. a lot of companies. Yeah. Talk to me about how you got into it. Um, you know, so I'm a farm boy from Montana. Um, and uh, I dropped out of college after 10 days. It wasn't my thing. I, I, I read a lot of books and it just, they didn't connect to it wasn't what they were for trying you. to teach me. Right, right, right. Yeah. So, I uh, became a successful uh, real traction when I was 20 and started, you know, shaking and moving. Uh, but, you know, 22 had a big fancy house and cars and everything. And then 23 came around, which was 2008, and I was so overextended, but I didn't understand economic cycles. I'm like, oh, this faucet of capital will never run out. You know, I'm just going to keep getting better and bigger, bigger, faster, stronger. And uh, I lost everything, you know, ended up in my one of my close friends' basements with a couple hundred bucks to my name Damn. when I was 23. So I was like, all right, you know, now I... So it's starting over, essentially. Yeah, 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 from box one square one to 23. And I'm like, all right, I got to figure out, you know, now I saw what the subprime mortgage did to the world of the United States. And so now what's the next big thing? And there was little indicators to me, and I won't get into detail, but uh, that cannabis was going to be the next big thing. And this is 2008. <laughs> so, you know, I, I decided that right then and there I was going to go all in on cannabis. And that's really the vehicle that brought me from down here to up here. So talk to me about some of the companies you helped found, helped get off of the ground, yeah, so I, and how did that kind of lead into where you're at now? So, you know, I did uh, Bloom Dispensaries out of, uh, out of Arizona. Yeah, oh, uh, I remember. That was the first place I bought legal yeah. cannabis in Arizona. Yeah, yeah, so I uh, just founded that, grew that up from nothing to a couple million a month in revenue. Uh, I think that's, got, I, I didn't own it, but the company just sold for yep. $212 million or something. From there, I did Reef Dispensaries, which is Arizona, Vegas, uh, Utah. Um, and you know, I had like I was doing over 100 million in revenue. Had 500 employees. Uh, marijuana venture named me number one 40 under 40 in the space. So that's and then I did Khalifa Kush for Wiz. Me and Berner did a lot of stuff together. And then after Reef, I uh, got bought out of that. Um, and then I did Ignite for Dan Wilzerian. We were running around together. And then I did more of a pharmaceutical play after that. But I was always on the cutting edge. You know, I feel like I was like the, one of the first guys to really start treating like a real business, bringing sure. executives from other businesses like Disney and Coca-Cola. Um, I, I started aggregating data early on so that I could start blasting people with text messages. I don't know if you remember getting into the yeah, I do, yes. And the emails and the rewards programs and loyalty. And I just started stealing things from other mature businesses because I, I don't think people wrap their head around like this is just another business just because the cog's been illegal for you know 100 years. I, I think you've kind of been integral in the mainstreaming, not so much necessarily a name brand, but mainstreaming cannabis as something that is ubiquitous within even people who don't use it lives. Yeah, I, I always, I never looked at it like a sin or like associated with tie-dye and hippies and this, it's these green leaves. 
I was like, let's make this mainstream. You know, any logo or brand I ever made could be seen in People Magazine and not ruffle any feathers. Because as I started peeling back the layers of onion, I saw early indicators that cannabis was a phenomenal plant, you know. And over time in research, I realized I've served millions of people cannabis. And I've seen it change a lot of lives for the better. It just had this negative connotation attached to it because of the government and big business. When in reality, like, cannabis is one of the most miraculous plants in the world. Maybe the most medicinal in the world. Do you think that this Web 3.0 move, this Canaland Cannaverse, is an extension of making that even more mainstream now? <laughs> of course. I, my vision for the future, I mean, Amazon's already proved it in a Web 2 platform. Pretty soon, with Amazon even, you'll go into a fully immersive experience and you'll be grabbing stuff and trying it on with an avatar and shipping it to your house. So it's just going to be more and more real life. <laughs> um, cannabis will be no different, but I don't think dispensaries will really be around forever. I think it'll be more virtual. And I don't, but I also don't think brick and mortar stores in general will be around in the same faucet that they were. You can see brick and mortars dying. You know, Malls look at the revenue. And everything. Yeah, yeah. Amazon's like the 10 million pound gorilla in the space, right? They're uh -huh. over a trillion dollar company. Whereas Target and Walmart and all these other guys like Kmart and stuff just went out of business. So it showed you that the efficiency and the, and the quick result of pushing buttons on your phone and then that, and that product ending up at your door the same day or a couple of days later was much more efficient for the human life than going around to all these different stores to get these different products, trying to find the best price. You can aggregate all that into one spot. Cannabis will be no different. But I don't think that like the dispensary brand names will be there. I think it'll be CPG branded products like Stizzy will have a store and Cookies will continue on their stores because they're CPG and then like Wild, you know, will have their own. So it'll be more like flagship stores like Designer, like Louis Vuitton and Gucci and stuff like that. Interesting. Whereas uh, the, the, the retail storefronts, I think, will become a thing of the past. And there will be massive distribution centers just like Amazon where as fed, you know, uh, the illegalities of the federal government drop, uh -huh. these massive distribution centers will just be shipping it out depending on what the order was taken in this in this Web3 format. That is that is so cool. Um, talk to me about a little bit about how Canaland starts to ramp up then. What does the next 18 months look like for So the, the run, the ramp on this thing is going to be build it. Uh, we're actually dropping a token in the next 30 days the Canon token, so that will be the currency inside of Canaland, which will solve the banking issues that we're dealing with. Um, and then we're gonna start selling parcels of land. Some are more desirable than others. There'll be more traffic in more And that's places. that's virtual real estate, Correct. right? Yeah. But it's an NFT, so it's one of one. So it's actually that longitude and latitude on that flat map. Um, and other places have already done it, like Decentraland and Sandbox, but they didn't really, uh, they didn't really solve a real world problem. People just, I don't see people just hanging out in the metaverse. Over time I do, uh -huh. but early on, I think you have to solve a real world problem and give people a reason to be there. Talking about that, like not people not wanting to necessarily hang out in the metaverse. I know Facebook has kind of come back a little bit meta. Um, yeah. Is that something that you use as like a like teaching tool for Canaland? Or is it something just so completely different that it's I think whatever? Mark Zuckerberg wanted, had this, this vision that instead of people just hanging out on a Web2 platform like Facebook, mm -hmm. let's drop a, a VR headset for Facebook or Meta mm -hmm. and let's have them start hanging out in, in that virtual world instead of just on this 2D flat page. Mm -hmm. He's too early. This is seven He's too much years, of a pioneer. Seven, this is seven to ten years out in my opinion. Okay. Um, and so, and also, he's not. So, people need to get very comfortable and adjusted to hanging out in the Metaverse. For sure. So I think it's going to involve Video games are going to be a big part of that because you're going to be able to earn real money inside of it. 
shopping, right? Because people are already shopping online web too. They're going to shop. Why would they not want to shop web three where, where they feel like they're more part of the process? Okay. So I think this is shopping for cannabis, right? And then we're going to have entertainment so you can go to virtual concerts. We'll have cannabis schools and educational things where you can learn and go to classrooms where they'll teach you anything you want to know about cannabis. We want to do virtual cultivations where you can get tours of what real life cultivations look like in a virtual format. It is almost a cannabis society in a Web 3.0 kind of packaging. Correct. And then we're going to actually allow the consumer to buy parcels of land too outside of the Mecca area to where you can have your own little uh, slice of heaven in this cannabis universe. So just to wrap, just to wrap this up today, uh, obviously Canaland, it's in that ramp. What else should we be looking out for from you in the next two, three years, farther into the future? So obviously I like Canaland. I think it's very forward looking, but I'm also, I'm, I'm not really doing much in the States anymore. Gotcha. Um, I think it's more of a race to the bottom consolidation game at this point. But now um, I'm doing some stuff uh, internationally. So I just got some licenses in Barbados. I'm about to get some licenses in Costa Rica. I'm about to get a license in Greece. So I'm going to start uh, doing some more international stuff. Just as an addendum to that, I talked with some folks out of Germany uh, yesterday. Yeah, correct. Do you anticipate that coming online as the largest single recreational market soon? Or not? 2024. Not too soon. 224. Um, yeah. Their medical program was a disaster. It was extremely expensive cannabis that was not so quality. Um, but, you know, Germany is kind of a thought leader in the European Union. So I expect most of Europe to follow suit with Germany over time. But I'm just trying to get ahead of the, the curve like I usually do. So, awesome. yeah. Matt Morgan, thank you so much thank for you. joining me uh, on Here We'd me. Go. I appreciate you. You have a good one, man. A big shout out and thanks go to my guest, Matt Morgan, for coming on Here We'd Go. I had no idea what to expect when I heard about the concept for a cannaverse or some sort of cannabis-based land in the greater metaverse. I'm not even still quite sure what the metaverse is or how it operates. However, it sounds like it could have some real-world consequences that could further disrupt an industry that is ripe for heading in a new direction. That'll wrap up this blunt, folks. I hope you learned a little bit about the different ways the cannabis industry is moving into and utilizing what techies are calling Web 3.0. I know I sure did. Be sure to check out more info on Matt Morgan and the Canniverse in this episode's description where I've left some links. You'll also find some links to all of my Here We'd Go episodes and additional content that I've produced through the Arizona Daily Star and Tucson.com and TucsonMarijuanaGuide.com. I hope you're all having a happy holiday season and that you're all staying hydrated out there because if you can't do that, well, at least stay high because here we go. Cannabis in the metaverse, metaverse, metaverse. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.